It's Daily Thunder, thundering out the truth of Jesus Christ live every morning from the Ellerslie campus in Windsor, Colorado. To learn more about our discipleship programs or to support this podcast, visit ellerslie.com. Now, here's Eric Looney. Welcome to the Friday edition of Daily Thunder. We are still in lockdown season, so if you listen to this someday in the future, uh, I'm hoping we're looking back with big smiles on our faces. I'm trying to do that even right now and just uh, truly soak up this unique season. And with so much uncertainty, it's really interesting trying to just plan your life. Uh, But uh, I I know that this season is a gift uh, and because as Christians, we can receive everything as a gift. Everything is an opportunity for growth. And so no matter... Uh, really, if this was a grand conspiracy or if it really is a, a plight uh, of such great magnitude that it's worth all of this, uh, it really doesn't matter. Uh, one thing we do know is that God has us right where he wants us and that we as Christians, we as believers right now are, are being perfectly set up to grow stronger and to mature in Christ in this uh, confinement season. This particular message is called More Right, and this is a, a theme and an idea that I've cultivated many times in different messages over the years, and I think right now this is maybe for me more than it is for any of you listening, but it's been an important exercise spiritually for me to review afresh. It's the story of Mary and Martha. I am, <clears throat> by my very nature, uh, a Martha. Uh, I have a tendency to be a very busy person. If you give me an opportunity, I will fill my time and I will delight in being busy. And so this story is very, very significant uh, for me to review often and to remember the mind of Christ in regards to it because our culture applauds Martha uh, and they don't applaud Mary. And so as a result, we have a tendency to gravitate towards that anyways, even if we're not Martha-esque in our nature. But let's read this scripture in Luke 10. It's 38 through 42. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village, speaking of Jesus, and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. Yesterday I had this, it was like an acute sense of transition. I have, in the last two weeks, because of what's happened with the the lockdowns in Colorado and what the decisions we've had to make for our ministry and canceling our advanced training midstream and sending our students home and then needing to cancel our practicum uh, training, which starts uh, very soon here. Those are big decisions for a small ministry to make and the ramifications are quite uh, extensive. And yet uh, it's, it, you know, we've had delight in and through the process. I think we've been marked by faith, but it threw us into a a season of great busyness uh, to get our online training transitioned and to do all these things. It was just a massive amount of work. And so I've spent the last two weeks in a, if I could say it very uh, clearly, a Martha state of getting things done. And I, I tend to thrive in that, really. It's like, give me a crisis and I, I sort of rise to the occasion. 
But one of the things that can happen in a Martha season is you can lose track of Mary priorities. I've been doing a lot of praying. I've been spending a lot of time with Christ in this, but it's interesting. Yesterday I had a a moment where I recognized I could actually spend time with the family right now. I could go and spend time with God. I could do things. And I, I almost wanted a crisis. I wanted something to do, but I've, I've sort of transitioned through this busyness into a, a season where I could actually transition reasonably. <laughs> and it's like I'm addicted to wanting something to do, something that is hard to accomplish. And so I, I recognize that tendency. And I feel like Jesus is sitting in my living room right now and he's saying, Eric, this is where I'm at. And uh, so instead of Martha, Martha, it's Eric, Eric, I want you to come in here and sit down. There's a, there's a greater priority. You see your wife there. You see your children here. You see my word here and my presence here. Uh, Eric, this is a season. This is a gift for you. I've come to your house and I would like you to focus. So for me, this is critical. And I don't know how many of you can relate to this right now, but in a time of, uh, of crisis, in a time of disturbance, we can easily lose that which is, and I'm going to call it in this message, more right. And so uh, I call it recalibrating, but I'm going to ask you a question. You see, recalibration is sort of a fine-tuning of an instrument, and we are that instrument. And we can be right. In other words, I could still be sharing the truth. I could be accurate in what I speak in my doctrine, and yet I could be slightly off. And you could say, how could that happen? Well, it just happens very easily. We get bumped by things in life, and it sort of messes with our tuning and our tuning that says, Christ is everything. I know my priorities. I know how I'm supposed to spend my time. We get a little off in that and we're distracted. And it's usually crisis that throws us off. But let me ask a question. Is it right to prepare the house to set the table to serve Jesus well? Is Martha's decision to want the house clean, to want the, uh, the roast in the oven to not burn, is it, is it wrong that she wants to set the table so that it's honorable to the king of kings who's coming into her house? And I would say it's actually right what Martha is doing. Martha is putting an emphasis on relationship, on hospitality. These are wonderful things. They're right. But it is more right to do what Mary did. And I think that's the key is the more right is many of us try and justify what we do because it's important. And yes, I can find a scripture to back it up. And yet God is going to come to this earth and he's going to say, I want you to see this situation. And I want you to recognize I am putting priority here. So in any situation, when you get the two juxtaposed, make sure you emphasize the more right. Make sure you emphasize the Mary over the Martha. It doesn't mean the Martha is wrong. It is right, but it's Mary is more right, and that's where I feel God is pinpointing that, hallmarking that in my soul right now. Is Eric, I've, I've come to your house. I'm in your living room. Please pull a Mary right now. Revelation 2, 1 through 5, to the angel of the church at Ephesus write, and this might as well say to the angel of the, of, to the church uh, uh, of, of Eric's household write, these things says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands. I know your works. And I'm going to put Eric in here. I know your works, Eric, your labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil. Well, thank you, Lord. Thank you for those words of encouragement. 
and you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not and have found them liars and have persevered and have patience and have labored for my name's sake and have not become weary. You know what? That's, that's really encouraging that God would notice that. Thank you. Nevertheless, huh? I have this against you, that you have left your first love. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the first works, or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. In those moments when we see clearly, when we see that we have left first things, priority things, what should we do? Well, the list is pretty simple. It says, when the first love dims, repent and do the first works. Do what you know to do. Don't spend any more time doing what you shouldn't be doing. Don't keep staring at that computer if you know you're not supposed to. Yes, we have jobs. And for those of you that are men out there, I mean, we, we have things that need to get done. And yet in a season like this, we are afforded an opportunity. Many of us right now are in a situation like I'm in where, yes, I still have things I need to stay on top of, but I've been afforded an opportunity to practice my merry living. And I know many of you have too. And so I just want to highly encourage that today, that in this season of lockdown, in this season of quarantine, we would choose the better part. We would do the more right and that we would draw closer to Christ in and through this, that the Spirit of God would be able to leverage this in our life beyond anything we can think, ask, dream, or imagine at present. Lord, have your way with us. God's blessings. Daily Thunder is a listener-supported production of Ellerslie Discipleship Training. At Ellerslie, we are laboring to rouse the Church of Jesus Christ out of its lethargy and build brave-hearted Christians for such a time as this. Daily Thunder is delivered live and streamed daily weekdays at 8.15 a.m. and weekends at 9.15 a.m. Join us at live.ellerslie.com. We invite you to visit us at the beautiful Ellerslie campus in Windsor, Colorado for a day, a week, or an entire season of gospel-centered spiritual training. Learn more at ellerslie.com. Thanks for listening.